Welcome to Nump Bills Fan Podcast, episode number 253. I'm your host, at least for now, David J. Palermo. I got some stuff in the works, like overthinking and doing nothing. And on the show, we have across from us uh, an early supporter and one of my favorite people I met through his sister, Andrea. Um, and Nick, love you, dude, always. And uh, so welcome to the show, Nick Papagellis, Nick Pop12. You know him on the fucking van screaming whatever it takes to get you riled the fuck up and um he'll call it how it is we had some great conversations and and one thing i just want to talk about is typical me i have no stats in front of me at least right now i made no notes because frankly josh Ann was let off the fucking leash and if you guys have been following along on instagram i try to make some kind of content every week and um instagram is finally where i want it to be but setting up a podcast and making a living room nice and doing whatever the fuck I got to do to be on video is kind of where I want to be. But I'm doing one-minute videos. And the one thing I've been talking about is the trenches being on. And uh, Nick Pop and I were just talking real quick. I'll give you a quick preview of the show, which was um, in the Josh Allen draft. Uh, this year, the big theme has been the trenches. I always thought with being like, yo, you ship out that talent. Oh, Okay. Show me McDermott's notepad to fucking make up for the talent you shipped out because that's really putting bets out there. But you have Josh Allen, and we did a live draft show. I ripped the pick, fucking pick apart because of what happened with EJ Manuel, and he better have the support. If he doesn't have the support, then the scouting reports are going to be correct. But when I saw him in OTAs and in preseason game one, I was in a casino, and I'm like, this kid needs a start. And if you actually go back to those preseason games this rookie year, he actually had just worse field position than Peterman. And uh, coming from a franchise that, frankly, shipped out star players from their, their hockey organization and systematically tanked it, and you hear that after the playoff run, that after game five, Incognito went into the coach's room with the O-line and said, yo, we were the number one rushing team, you're one and two. Those are red flags to me. And I, I if you go forward... I really liked what the Bills were doing. It was a modern the, – the game is going towards a run. I've been saying this forever. And this game against the Patriots is the modern fucking NFL of the quarterback. And Josh Allen, to me, is – you know, I love Aaron Rodgers, but this dude's – he's doing some different shit. You like the Pat Mahomes little fucking sidearm shit? Josh Allen's doing it with the spiral, not looking like a loaf of bread. And, frankly, uh, I love Rodgers, but – Josh Allen will fucking run you over like Walter Payton, which is kind of weird. So, Nick, let's spit it to you. I thought what he did uh, hands down against the Patriots was what we've been waiting for for fucking years. And and I actually give a fuck. I think it's Tuesday today, and I'm still happy. Like, so Dude, walk me through it. It's been a great day. You just get a little extra pep in your step after a Patriots win. You know what I mean, like, white wins is better, work is better. I mean, so that's it's like that was last year, Josh Allen, that we were waiting for today. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if like Deion Dawkins going back in, if he's good, if that's why he had more time. But he had like four hours to throw this week. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's hit it best. I think that college big running quarterback is what we're going to be seeing the NFL turning into. You see it with Mahomes, you see it with Josh Allen, you see it with Lamar Jackson, who I think sucks. Um, you see those running quarterbacks that, and, and 
I mean, we still need a running game. I mean, Devin Singletary's, uh, you know, RB2 at best. Um, so pay attention, fans, to this uh, college football playoff. Either that kid from Michigan or maybe a kid from Alabama coming to Buffalo. But, yeah, that was awesome this week, man. It was, it, I only saw half the game because I'm not a little stitious. I'm superstitious. And when I was in the kitchen – uh, at my boy's house, uh, the Bills did better, so I just waited for them to cheer, and I ran out and saw the play. And then when the play started, I ran back in the kitchen because I didn't want to screw up any karma. So I had to go home and watch the highlights on my phone. If I was to tell you I wish I gave a fuck that much anymore, like I used to sit on a couch certain way, a hat certain way in the stadium, yeah. uh, right to deck, right to deck the kid behind me who's in the phone this whole time that goes, oh, of course, McCalvin. And I go, shut the fuck up. I'll fucking murder you. No, I didn't say that. But, like, you know, I just wanted to grab him and just <laughs> we, throw him I, down. I, I it. You know what I mean, dude? And then me and my friend are maybe thinking about giving him a bulldoze fucking beat down in the bathroom. And, like, you know, this was years ago. <laughs> and now I've been so, like, red-pilled with this whole fucking thing of the military-industrial complex, the big pharma thing. And I was telling you pregame here, not to get into it, but just yeah. for the fans, I want to update people, like, I am probably the only voice that's saying fuck this mandate in the media and I'll fucking own it. And and if that's what I'm here for, for the players, good. Fuck everybody. I don't care if they got a problem with it. I don't care if it causes a problem with my family, my fucking friends. Um, I study this shit. And what I mean by that is I listen to a lot of data. So when Big Bird gets fucking medical advice and the guy dr malone who invented the goddamn mnrna whatever the fuck vaccine the actual dude is banned off the internet and the guy carrie malls who invented the pcr test there's a video out there which uh two mysteries who died in 2019 not gonna talk about it but uh that guy says a lot of stuff that if you look into it the information is out there you want to dm me i will help you but I don't think Hobie's off his rocker. I do want to talk yeah. about Mackenzie balling the fuck out, though. Um, can we hit yeah, that while we're insane. here? So this is yeah, where I think the coaches he, are. He, he deserved it, though. He did, but I think the coaches are absolutely fucking retarded sometimes. And I've been saying it. The common theme is get the fuck out of the player's way because when we hit the playoffs, Nick, what happens? Coach cramps up. When we hit these yep. games, it's like, yo, your team plays well when you're ahead. Get the fucking points up. Get the points up. You know, let Josh yeah, throw. It was nice to see him do that, though. Like, we, they didn't punt. And they went for it. They were going for on fourth and seven. And, I mean, they jumped off sides. But, like, they that's, it's what we were waiting for, right? We, we need that. We, we've been waiting so long for that. While we're here. That's all we need. Hold on one sec. Hold on. Hold on. I'll take it. Remember that commercial where the guys did the golf clap and uh, you had to do it a little bit louder for the seniors in a senior PGA tournament? No? <laughs> yeah, wait, that's way back. Yeah, dog, way yeah. back. Um, so yeah, before I, we dive into I don't know, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what your, uh, what coaches are like playing Beasley over McKenzie. Maybe it was just, I mean, McKenzie had a big game against the Dolphins last year, but that was kind of in crap time. But, I mean, there's no way you can keep him off the field after a buck 25 or buck whatever he had receiving. They got to seriously – they got to play Madden, Nick. Like, I, I really mean it. Um, my boy, Brita. <laughs> I, just got, I got so many, like, one-play no, touchdowns on Matt Brita. Dude, I just – it's a troll. Box of rocks. Dude, he has to be. Brita, if you're watching, what the fuck, man? I'm going to bat for you. Yeah, I know yeah, you're not hey, watching. You have Nick, a life. But, like – Nick Pep. 
D3 D lineman. I was on the punt team in college at my, at my best, and I can probably learn the playbook quicker than you can, bud. It is brutal watching him out. When he gets the ball and he runs, it's like, oh, man, this kid's awesome. We need to give him the ball. Then the next play, he like he goes left instead of right, like easy stuff. I'm like, Yo, not for nothing. So I watch – Najee Harris has made my fantasy team, and I barely watch him. So I put on the kid I, uh, I that works with me, Ryan Jones, awesome dude, shout out. He fucking like I have to hear Steelers talk and I don't mind it. And I'm like, cool, Harris. So I put on the game the other day and I'm like Okay, he's doing the CJ Spiller where he just hits the edge, except he pulls a little Marshawn Lynch and just grabs one arm and just like dads you down to yeah. the ground and then just gets gang tackled. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> like what the fuck? And uh yeah, Abrita is kind of disappointing, and and the thing is, is, Nick, I hate to tell you, I I believe that the media is designed certain ways, and when the narrative on Twitter was the Bills need a running back right away, I think that was kind of put out there as let's keep people busy here because frankly, you know what the Bills have needed for years is an O line, and McDermott has done yeah. a horrible yeah. job with it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, and not for nothing. The most resources I've ever seen sunk into a D line. And what's smart is once McDermott yeah. took over, they they had a whole different public relations guy um, take over. So, you know, you well, don't yeah, have the uh, leaks. Like, you like don't have. Squeeze a little. Yeah. But you had, <laughs> it wasn't even Russ Brand. It was another guy. I forgot his name, but they moved him within the organization somewhere else. Uh, my point being is you didn't, you don't get as much bullshit on the bills. And uh, the more I, I dive into the league, um, you know, the Bills do a good job of having positive corny media out there, frankly. I think a lot of it's cheesy. Like, even a few years ago when Josh Allen's, like, throwing 70% and he threw screens all game, I'm like, don't even fucking tempt me to shit all over you, Twitter Bills. Just stop, you know? And um, I, I try to be positive with it, but we're not stupid. So they're very good at hiding their faults, like the defensive line of how yeah. many resources you got – multiple second round picks riding the pine um you know i gotta say like finally yeah and and you know you finally have guys that you have but you traded for them i can't i i gotta admit they nailed josh allen um but i gotta give it uh, a credit to jordan palmer and and uh josh allen's family for raising him and when I saw Josh Allen laughing at himself <laughs> and going, yeah, I hope my accuracy gets better too. Is he signing autographs? Like I knew the kid would do it. It's just, we've seen, and it was empathy for the players. So many quarterbacks and players come to this organization and have these unreal expectations that they're the fucking hero of the franchise. And yeah. it's unfair to them, yeah. you know, and I didn't want to see another yeah, kid I, get beat I, up here. I agree like 80% with like that. Cause I think our, when the bills have, their starters, their starting five that they want out there. I think they're pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty tough. I mean, Daryl I mean, Williams is, can leave something to be expected. He had a good year last year, though, so I kind of see where they were, even though he is a turnstile this year. But their de- their depth has been terrible. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Ike Bucker's been serviceable. Daryl Williams is a joke. Cody Ford has taken such a step back, it's ridiculous. Like, I thought I had such high hopes for him after uh, his rookie year. But the D line, like the the way too much emphasis, and like I know what they're doing. They're trying to get like a veteran squad in there, and that's why they're keeping Jerry and Mario. But like Jerry's not even getting like his pressure that he usually gets. Like he's not a big stats guy, but he like he's a, a 
focus. He was on t- that top five last top five last year. Um, yeah, in the league, it's, pretty much. They, you they, know, a lot of step backs there. Brendan Butler is a first round pick, and he is. Man, they might as well put me out there. Thirty six, bro. You know. Okay. Okay. Let me go since I was twenty two. So look, I've been in the dark about the Bills for about a season and a half on transactions because if I would have known about this Butler character a year and a half ago, two years ago, I would have been just like losing my shit because I was losing my shit over Trent Murphy because you signed a guy a year after his his ACL injury and it takes players two years. And not for nothing, you had Shaq yeah, Lawson. He had, he had like in, 11 sacks his last year. Here? Right? Then he had, he got, he had ACL, then he had like 11 sacks. He had a pretty good year. And I thought he had he nine or something in Washington, and then maybe, he tore his ACL, maybe. and then he maybe. came here. But he sucked, bro. He was remember Chris Kelsey, so bad. like just nice useless. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. And you know, I was at camp with an ex, and she goes, "Oh, who's that?" And I'm like, "Don't you fucking dare Kelsey me with this mediocrity! <laughs> like, you fucking serious? Yeah, it was Chris Kelsey, dude. He's I was so like, tall, though." The- so Dude, he's a strat. He... We, were, we were at a, uh, like a family thing, and I was with Sammy, our little friend who has Down syndrome that tailgates with us. So Trent Murphy walks by, and Trent Murphy's like so tall that I'm like, I'm not tall, I'm five ten, but like I'm eye level with his funny business, and his fly was down. I'm like, I, I can't look away. Like he, I'm, he's so tall, I'm so short. So I'm like, Trent, you know, gives me like thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And I was like, all right, man. I had nowhere to look. If if I didn't tell it, your dick was hitting me in the face. So, thanks. But now Trent Murphy was. Oh, I felt bad. His sister. No, his sister Harrison Phillips' sister. We met. One of them super nice. Nice. But uh, yeah, now it's tough. I don't know. Like, but Ryan you know what? Hey, like their most productive DNs, and they're he's at what seven and a half million right now, with like four sacks. Like. Rousseau, I thought he was going to be defensive rookie of the year. I haven't heard his name called since, like, week three. I thought in camp he looked like Mario Williams. I'm like, oh, my golly. But, frankly, I think Mar- – I, th- I thought he looked like Mario Williams with Houston. Yeah, and you know, I think Mario Williams could get out from the fucking tree he's hunting under right now and and fucking play better (laughs) than the whole D-line. Like, I wish they get the game back. Like, what the fuck is Kyle Williams doing? What the fuck? Like, he's, get he's in, in there. The next to, he's in the next to Mario. So before I go through revisionist history, I really want to go through Josh Allen. Do you got stats on hand? Let's just talk about how he took over the game. He walked over to Patriots. It's something we've been looking for. And the Bills, you know, McD let them lay the wood, man. And and fuck you, Jerry Sullivan. Where are you at, dude? You're all proud. And, Jerry you know, Sullivan. I'll give Jerry Sullivan has sucked since the Bruce Smith and Jim Kelly were in town. Hey, Janine Talley did say on Twitter, though, Janine Talley did go to bat for him, though, and said, hey, you know, he, he criticized, uh, you know, my hubby, and he he became a better, you know, football player for it. So you never know. I guess it could I, I, work, but. If you're going to try and tell somebody that they're not good, right, if you're going to be like, like, have a little bit of background in it. The, guy, the guy's a 150-pound piece of shit, like. Like you, you never even. They didn't have Madden back in his day. They didn't have flag football back in his day. When he like, come on, don't you, ask a guy if he's embarrassed when you've never stepped on the field. That's a bullshit question. But he's got nothing else. Like his name is in the news right now, even though he got shit canned from Buffalo News three years ago. 
So, I mean, more power to him. He's making his money. But, well, it kills yeah. me. These we'll, guys. We'll, stick, we'll stay on Josh Allen if you want. Yeah, that's, let's go there. Finally um, got the key. Finally got finally got keys to the castle, and just went off. And like you could tell, it just something clicked. Like they were saying, like uh, Sacapaccio was saying, how like the Jacksonville game, they were just too relaxed, too down, too whatever. We're just gonna roll through this, looking ahead. I mean, they were focused, ready to go, except for Emmanuel Sanders, who doesn't have any of these guys anymore. Uh, hey, let me stick up for Emmanuel Sanders real quick. This is where the coaching went stupid. So as I'm looking up stats, as I said, I wouldn't, just because I want to sound fucking smart, um, as I figure out the Bills app here. While you look those up, I've hated Emmanuel Sanders since he faked getting knocked out when he was with Denver, and then they threw a flag for defenseless receiver. And all of a sudden, he's fine. He's doing his bullshit-ass bow. I think London Fletcher hit him. I think it was that long ago. But I've hated him ever since then. You know you're absolutely killing me right now. So, as of right now, <laughs> Josh Allen has 4,048 yards, 34 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 65% completion, completion percentage. The same um, numbers as last year. He's got he's well, doing dude, the exact same as last year. Here's what I hate, and I, I have to be honest with you, Nick. I don't want you to break up with me or hang up. I've thoroughly... I could not get enough Bills talk when the Bills lost to the Patriots at home. I could fucking not. I was so fucking thrilled because I went to the home opener, and it's the first time I smoked a joint in the stadium, ironically, and I was with my dad. And, of course, he's smoking a cigarette. Somehow he must have shoved him up his ass or something. Some other dude who was busy getting kicked uh-huh. out of the stadium survived me a joint. Bills don't, and, don't scream me. Just put everything in your boot. You're fine. Yeah, right. And, he, and, and dude, you know, allegedly. So, um, Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly put it in your boot. I went with my dad's, with my dad's girl who's a Steelers fan. And, dude, the whole stadium... And I know you were in your seat. I was actually kitty corner from you to the right down there. Bro. Okay. All the internet believers and bullshitters and the fans in the stadium who are just fucking delirious did not believe the Bills were really going to lose the game until like mm, about 85% through. They were like, oh, my, my, my. Meanwhile, Claypool is just like yeah. this over me. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like. In the same spot where Peterson caught the one fucking, you know, uh, interception there. Whatchamacallit. When he was on the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, an amazing catch of Claypool wrapping around, I think, Trey White or somebody and catching a ball, like not touching him, not interfering. And and, and it was crazy. And, um, you know, to see the Bills get their dick kicked in by Jacksonville, get their fucking dick kicked in pathetically. By uh, the their, Patriots, their got their dick kicked in. Yeah, everything yeah, was about, said, yeah. dude. Everything was about. Hey, uh, I'm Coach McD, and I'm fucking smart. No, you're fucking not. You don't realize what team you have. I don't want to hear about the fucking snow. And you have designed runs for this kid as a rookie, and the division's on the fucking line, and you just decide not to have one design run for him and I don't know, uh, the snow. You have the one goddamn moose on the field, and you don't even decide to take him out. 
You know when fucking mm. Santa Claus, you go, we would go as a kid down to Grease Ridge Mall. I'm sure your parents would take you. They got the motherfucking yep, yep. horse that's huge. Yeah, that's Josh Allen <laughs> in the snow. Yeah, the monorail. You got the big horses yeah, that the cops yeah. ride. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What are those? Those fucking. Yeah, that's Josh Allen. And guess what? They let him out the fucking tank against the Patriots round two. And, and you know what sucks? All the Bills did was they listened to Chopin Bulldog or whoever did the post-game show or Nate Geary or got on the internet. Whatever they did, hey, man, I love – Chopin was sticking up for Tyrod when I still was. I was like, all right. So, yo, I my point is – I still stick up for Tyrod. Dude, he, that's a yeah, whole other show. I, I that's offseason. Yeah. I, the things, I don't know if it's McDermott or if it's Dable if you want to, like, just get McDermott no. by association. But I think I think Dable had a really hard time with – uh, adjusting like adjustments this year. I think last year he was able to get kind of get saved with athleticism. I think adjustments have been a huge issue for him, like changing it like that. So, and so when you go out your first 15 plays, they you know those are going to be called right off the bat. And how many times earlier this year was that first possession after the half like a three and out or maybe one first down? Like those are scripted, those are supposed to be your money plays. Like we know. This play is going to lead to this play. This play is going to lead to this play. And they're just shit in the bed there. That's when I was like, yeah, Dable's having a hard time with adjustments. And I was like, you know, before this Patriots game, I'm like, well, would it really be that bad to, you know, have Dable go take over the Jacksonville job or something if he gets that head coaching job? No, hey, Dorsey in there, who's the greatest college quarterback of all time. Let's make some media headlines here. Um, so we are 20 minutes in. Uh, my background ain't up to par. I got some stats going on. Um, and Nick, <laughs> I heard I heard a rumor on a certain podcast. I'm not going to name the name. Maybe cover one that maybe some guy might have had some audio from the owners allegedly. That um, yeah, great podcast. Shout out Eric fucking Turner. And I was on Twitter, and apparently Greg Thompson is partial owner. So Greg, fucking dude, your voice is beautiful. Uh, Eric says I can message any of you guys to talk to me if you want to waste your fucking time. But, um, you know, I reached a vine out to Nick Pop over here where he can do anything he wants if he wants to donate to the channel or not or else whatever. Like, I would love to get cover, you guys involved no, again. I have again. no affiliation with Cover One. I have no affiliation with Cover One. But every time, some, like, I, my boy Jerry, shout out Jerry, mm-hmm. that I was over his house on Sunday, he's telling me the podcast he listened to. I say, Dumb Bills fan and cover one. If you want to learn about football, go to cover one. They know. It's like I can't believe you. To Merrill Hodge back in the day. Really? Dude. And, and that's the thing is, like, Greg and Aaron Thompson, they become my regulars, my one time go to, because when I'm trying yeah. to get back yeah. to blue pilling my life during this pandemic here, um, I have been just really trying to get down to it. And they're the ones who got me really hyped on Rousseau. Like we were talking earlier, and um, you know, if it wasn't for Eric, if it wasn't for Eric Turner, dude, I wouldn't have gotten to get to the sidelines of Kevin Masseri and Drew from Rock Power Report, and and just to dude be a fan and be like you and me, and be like, how do we reverse engineer? Because I did not believe that the Bills sucked that bad. So if anybody's yeah. watching this for the first time, like I never believed that the team sucks that bad. I believe in the players, and you have to understand yeah. that the players here are in a situation where they are controlled and make no mistake. I don't know what's up with the Sean Watson. I don't want to accuse what's real or not. I don't fucking know, but that's a really sketchy franchise. Okay. Um, so 
you know, I don't. I feel bad for David Culley too, going out there sacrificial lamb. Poor guy gets. A, you got to take the head coaching gig. You don't I don't anymore. because he's he was a horrible hire. I'd fuck David Culley he's to this fucking. He his product was Nathan Peterman, and you let him waste one year with Josh Allen. I'm sure he's a hell of a dude. But don't act like offensive line coaches in Juan Castillo is your first fucking hire, which is to dismantle what the fuck was the only thing going right, which is a run game of Buffalo. Like, come on, yeah. man. And then you go to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he might not be quote-unquote great, but, like, not for nothing. If you're a Bills fan and want to get to the playoffs, you could have ran that same offensive line scheme with Josh Allen. Yeah. And, and, and they should have let him rip his rookie year. And after the Pats game uh, two seasons ago, Dave goes, use their fucking head that game. Then he didn't throw it deep, like, at all, you know. So this really yeah. was getting yeah. him off the leash, man. How do yeah, we even great. get here? It was great to see. Just old school Josh. Just old school Josh, man. It was just, it was good to see. And, I mean, so, I mean his, his throws are so nice. If he, and, like, you need really good hands out there. For like, like I, like I dump on Emmanuel Sanders because of something that happened like ten years ago. But I mean, you gotta come up with that ball, that back shoulder. You're gonna catch it weird. Um, that's what Isaiah McKenzie did. Isaiah McKenzie caught those weird balls. That's the only spot that like he has a chance at it. That D backs don't have a chance at it. Um, it, it, he caught those. That's why he had a buck, some buck twenty five, I think, in the air. I mean, right. I mean, of people that deserved. A big game, you know. It's Isaiah McKenzie. He's met. He's my wife's favorite player. If I could get the jersey from Japan here before the end of the season, I'd buy her that one too. But I bought her a Diggs because she Diggs played catch with her last year at the Colts game. So I remember but, saying I mean, that. Just, that was insane. I thought he wanted to throw the meme. He looked at me like I was the biggest asshole in the world. Me? Me? Oh, the the female. Yep, that's the thirty-five year old man. You know what's weird, dude? Is like I don't, I don't know if I care anymore. Like I would love to, but I just feel like a thirty-seven-year-old man. I'm just like I'm, like, should I even talk about this? <laughs> I I just look at systems and I go, okay, how can the players shine? Just like if you look at it, like how can you empower people you hire or where you work? You know, um, so. All right, so we're 26 minutes in. Do you have anything you want to get off your chest? You want to call some shots on Tremaine Edmonds? You want to lay out a couple yes. minutes on it, and then we'll yes. follow up with this? So Tremaine, can I go in on – let Tremaine me go in on day. him real quick. <laughs> let me go in real quick on him. So I do have the Tremaine Haterade cam on, but I also know with the Haterade cam, that means sometimes you have to, when you're a young fan in this shit, of reverse entering bullshit – you have to understand the haterade cam. You might be focusing in on things that don't matter because he might have did his job on the play. So in, in Idiotville, we have one out of 11 people have to do the right thing. So I will say I think he overpursues, and I will say my only beef against him is in work you can't have fast and, and necessarily great work, and you can't have slow and suck. If you're slow and suck, it's horrible. But what you can't have in sports is the rounds one through three in football with so many positions. That means, oh, guess what? If you go through your system, there has to be a player in the first few rounds, top five for your system that fit your needs. And when Tremaine Evans came apart, I loved the measurables and all that shit. But I'm like, hey, Josh needs an offensive line. I don't want to hear about it. 
um, Wood and and Incognito were out a month plus before that draft that the next year, and they ignored it. and And I'm sorry, Dawkins is already here. He was trained up from Incognito. Who knows what good coaching what happened and Tremaine Evans unfairly to him was two third round picks and a first round pick obviously so two third rounds to move up so for me when you deplete the roster as a Bills fan of all this fucking talent which Sammy Watkins second rounder turned into Josh but man it would have been nice to have something for Tyrod to take the defense with him because it's fucking chess not checkers so with Tremaine by the time he's going to be good in that same draft, you're telling me you couldn't just pick up a stud rookie maybe two years before you think Allen gets good in the first round anyways been a linebacker because I don't want to say Preston Brown was just as good. He, I don't want to say he was. He wasn't. But my point is is people look at him like a really poor, out-of-service linebacker or whatever the fuck. But the fact is is like I don't think he was the worst, as everybody says. And he was – $5 million in Cincinnati. What's he doing now? I don't fucking know. But my point is, is you're making a big bet with three first-round pit or three day-one yeah. starters yeah. and that guy, and it's unfair to him to be in that position. So I think if he signs again for a reasonable deal, I'm down. But he's got to be more instinctive and either smoke more weed or smoke less weed. You know Dude, what I'm saying? You see those nostrils? His nose is this big. You can't keep a thing in there, man. It's right out. Right out. Um, no, I, so Preston Preston Brown, is, I really like Preston Brown. Um, I, I mean, his dad is a real good guy. His dad was like his high school coach. Uh, real, real good guy. The only thing is, there's between Tremaine and Preston is where Tremaine's too fast and over-pursues. Preston's too slow and never gets there in time to make that tackle. So you, you kind of need the best, the middle guy in there. But he uh, didn't Preston have Brown a hard also, time with the run. Like the run didn't seem like but that was also a different yeah, age of football he, where people were still trained also, to stop the run first, right? He's also a different coaching guy. He's a Rex Ryan guy. So he fit that scheme when he just, he was kind of just – he was just a product of new coach comes in, new coach wants his guys and wants his system. Kind of like Tyrod. Tyra probably could have stayed if Rex stayed, if they made the playoffs one of those years. Rex was still here. We'd never have Josh Allen. He'd be in Cleveland right now. But, right. Uh, I mean, the Preston was just kind of caught up with that. I remember listening to uh, Will Compton, shout out the boys, um, talking about Preston Brown uh, not taking responsibility for like a missed block on a punt and got cut like Tuesday. Like, I don't know. I would blah blah blah. I was supposed to do this, this, this. Like, see you, bud. He got shit on hard. They're like, nice guy, but fuck him. He's out. Um, so about my point is, is my point is, is linebackers they say are a dime a dozen like running backs, and they gave away three starters when we're lacking in the offensive yeah, line, get- and then. And then we go defensive line the whole fucking time, and not for nothing. I don't give a fuck whose draft it was. Pat Mahomes is not on the Bills. And that is a cheap take. Yeah, but you're like, you know, the I understand, but when people are like, you know, you could have Ben Roethlisberger. It's like, yo, I hate that take. I hated that take in the day, and I understand that's what I'm no, doing they, here. No, they could get Ben but Roethlisberger. I hate, they picked like 12 that year. I'm just saying, are you sure? As in like, he went like every, seven. everybody has like the, the takes. Patrick, Patrick Willis went right before. So everybody has to take my point is the after the fact take like why don't you do what it takes before yeah. like why don't and and I hate it I I absolutely hate it 
But I yeah. also hate anointing a coaching staff just as unfair as to anoint Tremaine geniuses. So with Tremaine, I actually think he's a smart, heady player. Mm-hmm. And if he could be reasonable, I think he's worth keeping around. Like Because he's the cutting edge, I thought, linebacker, which was he's going to be good in coverage. The thing is, mm-hmm. all the rosters in the league now have thinned out so much that guess what the advantage is? Running. So yeah, yeah. I think he. I think I like you said, when he gets fatter, he's going to be great. I he think, needs to get fatter and get, and get mean. Yeah, he needs to get mean. Uh, yeah, his. I think they rely on him too much on like one on one with running backs and coverage, um, which is kind of a tough a break for him. I think he. You know, I think they're kind of hanging him out there to dry, which has kind of worked. I mean, there's still. Like we're still complaining about the starting middle linebacker. I'm like, I think they're still a top five defense in like the entire league. You know what I mean, they were number one until uh, the Colts game. Like, number, like number one in the league in everything before the Colts game. And I want to say they're still top five for it. I mean, this is a, still a very good defense. I mean, the Patriots lost. They were up fourteen. They left two hundred yards of offense. That's a good day. Like I would give my ball sack for a fucking two hundred yard day. Uh. I mean, he's the his biggest issue is he doesn't shed blocks that great. He needs a little bit better of a D line, which is where we can get into with that. You know, he needs a little bit better D line to keep some of those blocks off him, so he can get in there and make those plays. But I mean, here's where you are where you want to talk draft capital. They have a first round pick, a second round pick on D line. They still have Jerry Hughes that they're paying a lot of money and Mario Addison a lot of money. And we're just not getting the production that you would hope for for that much money. And who, I mean, who really got the the pressure last year? Harrison Phillips, or last week, or this week? Harrison Phillips, Ed Oliver's playing out of his mind right now. Like, he knows he's about to get Hey, paid. shout out to Harrison uh, Phillips, man. Um, you know, another guy yeah. with the knee the ACL thing where it takes a little bit of time to get back, you know. Um, yeah, and, and dude. Yo, he saw opportunity he went for. And, dude, I used to be a star hater, but yeah. for him to come in, and the only reason I was a hater, to make it clear to fans out there, um, again, a lot of first-time viewers, I'm hoping, um, I didn't like the Darius shit. If you're such a good coach, you get the guy to play for you. I understand he had his issues, but you don't train him for a bag of footballs and then say he's too much money to the fans and then sign in Star Latule, one technique type player, like 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 literally doesn't do shit, yeah. but keep keep your linebackers clean. Well, cool, cool. And and the thing is, Nick, is I have to wake up that the league is upside down. And I hate to say it, mm-hmm. but I do yeah. not think that this team could hang with teams of six years ago and five years ago. I'm sorry to say that. I don't think they could. Um, well, yeah, they're, that's they're just my own to, opinion. play right now. Right. I mean, and, and, and that's what the... I liked about McDermott is he had the cutting edge of the time defense yeah. in Carolina and they're, you know, cover three. And now they're doing more man well, stuff, that's, that's which is the cool. Milano and Edmonds. It's it's yep. the rundown, the Lamar Jacksons, the Pat Mahomes, the next Josh Allen's, the I mean Aaron Rodgers can still run even at his age, but like um, that Ian Book kid was running pretty good last night. But like that's the, that's where it's going, and that's what he's built to. I mean, just the D line has underperformed this year, which has been a huge issue. It's just but Harris, like you said, Harrison Phillips, he started a little slow this year. Had a little bit slow last year, come back from a knee injury, but like he's he's their uh, pro football focus, top rated D lineman the past like two three weeks. Um, Ed Oliver playing out of his mind, especially on his pass rush for a guy who's 
literally my height. Like I think he's like I don't think he's six foot. Um, but yeah, need. I mean, Boogie Basham is like so like hit or miss. I haven't heard Bro, they need, so they need like week three. They need consistency, and if um, yeah. I'll leave you. Do you have? So gonna, you gotta think he's done. Bro, he's got a whole nother year. Don't even go on SpotTrack.com. I'm not going to spell it. S-P-O-T-R-A-C dot C-O-M. He's got injuries. He's he had he was out last year. I know he had a kid. I think that's why he said he, he missed for COVID. But he's getting, he can't get healthy this year. Trying to make you think. He came, like, dude, he came in leaner. He's playing in the trenches 10 years. That's bro, a lot. He came in leaner. And what I didn't realize is how young he is, too. And um, like I like that he came in. This is yeah. I think he might be younger than that because they got him after yeah. his first contract. So yeah. Um, it's just a big beard. Uh, make you think he's eighty, dude. You know, man, he's a lunch pail guy. That's what they said about him. He's a lunch pail yeah. guy. Okay, cool, great. Well, I'd still take Darius when he was on the Bills, high as a kite. And a lot of people forget that he had family members literally murdered. I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to deal with that. So, like, maybe yeah. drive cars fast, do yeah, shit. But he might just be immature. I don't know. I know you have your ear to the ground of players. You know what I mean? And what they do and don't over the years. I you, I don't have any sources. You know, I, so. I still owe him 50 bucks. I told him that it was the national championship. Might have been a, I don't think the playoff time, but it was. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It was just the SEC game. I bet that Florida, because my buddy played ultimate Frisbee at Florida. So I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, 50 bucks, uh, Florida wipes the floor with Bama. He's like, I got you. I'm like, no, oh, shit. So I own 50 bucks. I, uh, we all, we all go through shit. As you know, like, like I gone through stuff. Like everybody's got their thing going on. Like how you react to it is, uh, you know, just kind of, kind of being human. I guess he didn't react the right way. I mean, he fizzled out in, Jacksonville. He couldn't even get in the field for Marone. The thing is, is like you got it. You got on. You know what I mean? Like, how, that's what I'm saying. Is like, bro, I, I, I I'm gonna leave you with this because I, I think I like our conversation. I'm gonna listen to this and maybe chop it up if there's any segments you like. Um, because bro, there's these deeper philosophical points, man. Which is, uh, I used to always think when when these GMs and coaches will say, "Hey, man, they gotta love football before you give them money." I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. No, no, no dude. They have to, yeah. after they get fucking paid and they go, wait a second, this, they're, the media is going to drain me out. Fuck you. If I'm going to go through the playbook and yeah. do whatever, to yeah. f- like literally fuck you. I don't give a fuck, son. I am paid. And you know, I've asked Darius to come on a podcast. He, he does get back to me and it was a pleasure to ask him at camp. Thanks again, Eric at cover one for getting me there. I say that every podcast, I feel like. But, like, shout out to cover one. But I got to ask him, like, hey, man, what, you still doing your bike and yoga? Yep, I'm still doing that. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, bro. So he he said, I asked him with the follow-up, what kind of bike you ride? It's a Trek. My boy, Icy Vic, posted a video about that, actually. I think he, he grabbed that. I got to find it somewhere in the Twitterverse. But, like, you know, these players are human beings, dude. Beasley, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of players can't talk. Yeah. And um, I, I and much respect to Aaron Rodgers coming out. By the way, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. I know you're watching. And um, you know, on the Pat McAfee show, going out for 45 minutes, like, yo, this is draconian bullshit. I'm not gonna play this shit. Like, uh, that the left's gonna cancel me. The right's gonna champion me. I want none of it. And, and dude, I love it. And dude, Nick, thank you for going to the games. And I just want to talk to you more because <laughs> it's always fucking. 
fun. But if you have any deep projects or anything deep you want to talk about, uh, it seems like you philosophically have a good view on how the team is built um, and what's what the coaches yeah, I, want to do. You know, 30, 30 years, you know, it's, I, I mean, I played bullshit, but, like, you know, I was in the locker rooms. I was in the locker rooms. I, so I, I kind of know. I get, I've met a lot of really cool people. Shout out my boy Kroom at Kroom Photos. He's, uh, I mean, he's introduced me to a lot of cool people. Shout out Amanda Hyde, who's uh, Micah Hyde's wife. She's been really cool, like, no, and, like, their whole family. They call themselves the High Tribe, well, she does. You're kind of getting to know them. Like, I have a little secret about Milano I can't put on the air. Yo, um, how about how about Hyde being a class act since he's been here in Buffalo? And for him and Poyer to – like, I'm always retweeting Rachel Bush's stuff about the vaccine stuff, and, and I'll be real with you, man. Like, for them to, to finally stick up the Jerry Sullivan and go, like, yo – pretty much like fuck you you're embarrassing yeah. it's like yeah because they're he's the reason i decided to start doing this shit him and other people like fuck you lay off the players they got to feed their families and what you just out of out of being lazy out of being fucking lazy yeah that's such a lazy take such a lazy out take. of being lazy you want to try to get people riled up like get the get punched in the face a few times um maybe you know what maybe i mean he just went and saw sebastian maniscalco i think it was around that time that's his thing. Aren't you embarrassed? I don't know. I don't know. No, Mike. Uh, Rachel's Rachel's cool. Um, Jordan's little brother Jeremiah is a real cool guy. I just saw him like a couple weeks ago. Uh, Julie, his mom, real nice lady, real fun person to be around. Like, you know, that's that's the one thing. Like you said, that's the, the same thing. They're people. Like the I remember we used to go to the Big Tree on. Abbott Road there, and we see the players. Everybody wanted to go up there. Hey, man, what were you thinking, uh, you know, when uh, you made that throw? Or what were you thinking when you made that catch? Like, they don't give a shit about that. I remember going up to Chris Ellis, if you remember Chris Ellis. Um, he was a D-end out of Virginia Tech. I remember him, like, dude, I'm, it was, I had to be, like, 24. And I'm like, hey, you know, dude, I do pretty well. I play D3, blah, 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 trying to look tough, even though I was – piece of shit and i was like how good's it doing you know how good's the lady situation being an nfl player and he had he just grabs two blondes and puts them on his lap he's like it's pretty good man you need a drink and i'm like this is the coolest thing in the world uh i remember sitting with uh robert royal talking about how much uh we hated jay cutler because he had no chin i'm like that is the most punchable face in the world you know what i mean no chin Kept, that was the. That was the. It, this is this is a throwback. It was Broncos Chargers. Chargers had Philip Rivers when Philip Rivers ran to like the fifty yard line midfield and was talking shit to Jay Cutler over there. It was the. That's was so the funny. We were just talking about how much, I just want to punch him in the face. And uh, who's the D line? Who's ninety nine before Darius? Stroud. Mark Marcus Stroud. Marcus Stroud. If Marcus Stroud sees me, he gets nervous because I so. <laughs> Long story short, the owner, Danny, his daughter, Gina, was a good friend of ours. Tissues tailgate with us. Um, met her through my boy, Noah. Shout out, Noah. Fuck you. Um, so I was buying shots, right? And I think I had my dad's credit card on tap. So I'm just shot, shot, shots. And then it's around now. He's like, I got to get home. I got, you know, Christmas, the wife. And I'm like, all right, one more round, one more round, one more round. So uh, he's all fucked up. He had to get a ride home, I think, from what just wanted, like, the, the Bills' assistance. And uh, next year, we sneak in the front row during preseason. And uh, I'm just like, Marcus, Marcus, big tree. 
Big Tree? And he look, he's like, who's yelling? I'm like, Big Tree? And he goes, you. No. No. I'm like, let's go. I think I need that cup. Yo, we should get Do you want to try to get him on the podcast and interview him about this? I, I don't think. Well, as long as it's virtual like this. So I don't. He was not happy yeah. with me. I got him way too fucked up. Probably around Christmas. I think it's a great time to to get there. Oh, I'm gonna that had to be. T- that's it's at least twelve, thirteen years ago. I just, yo, I'm gonna hunt him down. Like, I thought I, I think him. he wasn't he on. I think he was on Twitter, dude. I'm gonna find his ass, dude. I'm gonna hit him up. Um, Let's go for it. I've I've I have a lot of fun. Play. Like uh, the be- the coolest one, I was like I just saw from a distance, but my buddy Don Tober got it when Marshawn Lynch flipped out on the coaches his last week in Buffalo. And no had shit. That same muscle car that he hit the girl with on Chippewa. And he takes his playbook and he goes, fuck this shit, and throws it out his front window. And my buddy Don Tober grabbed the, the offensive playbook. He was so dumb with Buffalo. And then next week, week after, shipped off to Seattle. That was the, it was the craziest. Well, uh, that's a whole other topic because we knew he was going to go. He knew he was going to go. He probably didn't want to believe it. Like, oh, he no was, way. He was yeah. yeah. It was just cool to uh, see him flip out and throw his, his playbook. Dude, you probably have like a million of these. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of like two or three more. And then I want in the background, we're going to find <laughs> these people to interview. We're going to get these people. Dude. All right, here's, um, one. here's one you can get to interview and I will shit on to his face. Kirk Chambers is my least favorite sports player of all time. I would rather go take drinks with Barry Bonds, Tom Brady, all of them, instead of Kirk Chambers. I hated Kirk Chambers so much. So they used when we used to park in Lot One, right by the uh, the field house there. There's Lot One right next to the mud lot is behind us. Shout out if you jump through a table in the mud lot. Um, so the players would leave there, and they were stuck in traffic. And Kirk Chambers led up like three sacks to Trent Edwards, who they were college teammates. So I grabbed like three of my buddies. I think it's my buddy Greg, uh, John, and I know I might have been there. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah. Kirk, this is you. Uh, I get in the stance. I snap the ball to the quarterback. And I just go, Hoop! I let the guy go and tackle the guy who was pretending to be quarterback. And I'm just sitting there yelling, this is you, Kirk. And he's just, I'm going to go kill a kid. I'm going to go kill a kid. I had to be 25 years old. And he's like, I'm going to kill this kid. I'm like drunk. My dad drove me home at that was point. He like, he was, was he driving? Was he driving or walking? Oh, my God. He was driving. He had this big. They all had that Chevy 2500. I think the players still all get that. 100%, um, bro. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. That, that's the thing is I remember when I first met you, your boy, I think, Greg. Greg Obama on Twitter, yeah. right, or something? He yeah, would go after, yeah, he would call players yeah. out and sort of be like, yo, bro, you're fucking partying Saturday night. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you are partying. And then next thing you know, I maybe meet a barber uh, for the Bills one time. Uh, he was a really awesome dude. Uh, and he was telling me like how there would be like these car games with Fred Jackson, as we know, and like Calvin and they and whatever. Um, but Nick, I yeah. got to go. <laughs> so I want to say got, like, where can we, like where can we find now. you, bro? <laughs> Like, do you want people to Tell find me, you? Uh, do you want them not to hit you up? You can hit me up. Uh, sorry if I talk shit about you. At NickPap12 on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, the big things that you probably already follow at Pinto Tailgate on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Shout out Mama D Kardashian's birthday the other day. Happy birthday, D. We love you. That's Pinto Ron's wife, D Kardashian. Um, yeah, at Nick Pep 12, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I have a bad TikTok. I'm way too old for it, but I have a TikTok. Dude, yo, I joined. I put my little art, like my little drywall videos up there. I have like five. I put, you know, I put like videos I already have. Of like Mandy playing catch, and I put little hearts around it. Put that. I'm trying, you know. I might make some money one day, go viral. I'm gonna go viral on TikTok. But yo, it's just communication, and wherever it goes, we just gotta get there. So, Nick, I love you more, and dude, it's great seeing you. And um, I think this thing will still be on. So you want me on, brother? I'm here for you. All right, that's Nick Pap twelve, and I'm. You can see the screen, David J. Palermo, to your audio listeners. Thank you again. Subscribe everywhere. And if you're looking for content regularly, get the fuck on Instagram. Find Nick. He has a good follows. Shout out to Buffalo Rodent. You know, always follow along. Rob Antonucci, thank you for doing the artwork and beautiful shit. I want to make a graphic for Nick because he's got a fun look. Um, but all right. Thank you. It's been <laughs> Numbills Fan 253. Josh is the fucking, you know, the goddamn moose of this operation. So, see Crest out.